We finished Ecclesiastes. It is definitely not a feel-good book. The seemingly unsuccessful search for meaning in life was difficult to read. My takeaways were, life is short. Enjoy it. Don't overthink things. Everyone dies. Life is unpredictable. Bad things happen to good people. The author summarized the book this way. The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. This sounds a lot like another verse we've read. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I am commanding you today for your good. That is what Moses said to the Israelites in Deuteronomy. That sounds like another verse we've read. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. That's what David prayed in the Psalms. After reading these verses, we can distill our life down to one purpose to completely devote our lives to walking in the ways of the Lord. This is the only way to find true joy. His ways aren't intuitive to us. Most of the time, the Lord's ways flips our understanding of life upside down. This means we must ask Him for help. We are not just asking for knowledge of what we are supposed to be doing. David prayed that God would unite his heart, or essentially, remove any competing desires so that he could properly pursue God. How many different paths does our desires take us down? These multiple paths do not just prevent us from properly following the Lord, but it robs us of our joy. In John seventeen nineteen, Jesus, while he was praying to the Father, said that he was consecrating himself or devoting himself to a single purpose so that his followers could be completely devoted to walking in truth. We will read all of this later, but Jesus is God himself. It seems like with creating, operating, and maintaining the universe, it will be difficult, dare I say impossible, for Jesus to completely devote himself to one single thing, especially when this one thing is seemingly unrelated to maintaining the order of the universe. But, this is exactly what he does. Jesus devotes himself completely to making his followers know the truth and walk in the truth. Why is this so important to Jesus? In John 15, 1-17, Jesus tells his disciples that they are specifically designed, set apart, and pruned to bear as much fruit as possible. What kind of fruit? Unconditional love for others. Love that leads them to lay their lives down for others, just like he is laying his life down for others. Just as Jesus experienced, this often leads to immense suffering. But this isn't a call to suffering for suffering's sake. According to John 15:11, this is a recipe for joy. Not just a little joy either, but so much joy that we will be full of joy and not have any more room for joy. Not just any generic run-of-the-mill joy either, but the joy of Jesus himself. Remember, 
This is not just a good man or our Savior, although he is those things. This is God himself, the creator of the universe. This is what gives the creator of the universe joy, laying down his life for others. And he wants us to have that joy, the same joy that he has. This is not a rich king searching for joy. This is not a rich king searching for meaning in life. This is the creator of all things, saying, this is what gives me joy. He is saying, I will quite literally use any resources available to me in this entire universe to give you this joy, up to and including dying myself. The creator of the universe is telling us how to get his joy, and so much of it that we will not have any more room for joy. Jesus has completely devoted himself to teaching us to walk in his truth so that we can know his ways and experience his joy to the max. Ecclesiastes is telling us that indulging ourselves with everything we could possibly imagine is chasing after wind, devoid of joy. But Deuteronomy, Psalms, Ecclesiastes, and John, who is quoting Jesus, says that true unlimited joy comes in a life completely dedicated to unconditional love up to and including suffering for the sake of others. Do you see that Jesus has committed himself to bringing his followers the maximum amount of joy? Praise God! God, please teach us your ways. Please give us the courage to trust your word. Please help us to live a life devoted to loving others unconditionally. Please remember your promise to give us maximum joy. Thank you so much for continuing to support me in this project. It has been such a huge encouragement for me. Please come back tomorrow when we will read the whole book of Song of Solomon.